Hey, that's how the theme song goes. Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. And if you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. It's a website. Go there. I'm going to start off right now. I'm going to be real. Very real. I am not feeling this today. I don't want to record. I actually don't want to do anything. I don't even want to go to the gym this morning. Uh, it's the day before this. the podcast usually comes out. And uh, honestly, I'm just not feeling anything. I gotta, I gotta, I don't want to go to my crappy minimum wage job. I don't want to go to another crappy minimum wage job after that. And uh, I just want to stay home and not do anything. But that's not how money is made because... You need you need money to live, and that's how our society works. It's just I I have these days every now and then, and it's not it's not anything serious. It's just I don't know. Actually, I don't even know if it's serious. I'm not a doctor. I don't know these things. I just don't want to to be. I don't want to. I don't want anything. I just want. Sometimes I I look. And I know this isn't smart and I know this isn't healthy, but sometimes I look and I see my friends doing these great, amazing things, going places, uh, hanging out with people, visiting and all this stuff. And then, uh, you know, I see it on the, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Pinterests, all the YouTubes. What a kid, what a, what do people, Snapchats, uh, MySpace, Vine, the two of those things are out. Sometimes I see that and I, I'm, while I'm very happy for them, I am, very jealous because here I am uh, in my childhood home uh, working for $8 an hour uh, and then also serving food as well and then and then writing on a website for uh, seemingly no one <laughs> for the seven people <laughs> that subscribe to this for the 89 including me 88 people uh, I would I'll take myself out of that equation 88 people that subscribe to the YouTube page I it seems like I am doing it for no one when in reality I'm actually doing it for myself but I am insanely jealous that they are but everybody else is doing these great things and then I am uh, struggling to, to even make sense of my life and what it is that it, I'm gonna do it's just it's seeing I and I know I understand it's not healthy I shouldn't be doing this blah 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 but whatever I'm in this emotion right now and I, I kind of want to feel it uh, all my friends are getting married. Everybody has is moving away and has these great jobs. And again, I am still stuck in this in a, in a perpetual loop. I feel like I'm in the good place, except I'm in um, Mindy St. Clair's the middle place. And but except I don't have. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I have more than what she has there. <laughs> like she has the same what the same movie that she can only watch, the same one tape movie that she can only watch. Uh, and uh, she has no one there, and she has like one meal or something. I don't know. Anyway, and that's how it feels. And that's how it feels right now. And I'm just so bored. And I just, uh, I'm just sitting here in my in these compression shorts. I got nothing on except for I put a shirt on because I felt I needed to, as if I have a camera on me. I felt that I needed to put a shirt on, at least to the very least. I took a shower. I think like three. I think I think I did. I know I did. Like three hours ago, after I got home from the gym, and I just didn't want to put any clothes on because you know I can afford that because I'm not doing anything during the day until I get to both of my jobs, and I just want to just uh, not do them. God, I hate. It's so dumb. It's so dumb because I know something good's gonna happen at some point, but right now I'm just so down on myself. I don't feel good. It's not that I'm sick. I just don't. 
I don't want to, I just don't want to do, like I said, I don't want to do anything, but you know, here we are. So let's get on with it. Uh, I was writing the news time for this week uh, that that came out today. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, it came out yesterday. Uh, I was I was writing the news time for that came out today that I, and I wrote it last Wednesday or Thursday, and I was and, and and Robert Kirkman has mentioned it in his his deal with Amazon, and I was just thinking for a very hot second, what if uh, AMC? So AMC has The Walking Dead on. For there are 16 episodes in both of their Walking Dead shows, which is Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. I don't watch the show anymore, but I was thinking I haven't watched since like season three. But I was thinking, what if if they wanted if they really want to do this? This is the highest rated show on cable uh, besides Game of Thrones. If they really wanted to do this, then they could have Walking. So the Walking Dead airs from I believe October until December for eight weeks and then they go off for a couple of weeks and then they return to the spring for eight more weeks. What they could do is, and then they, and they fear the fear of the walking dead comes on during the summer. And I think that's like eight to 10, eight to 16 episodes. I'm not entirely sure, but what they could do is if they want to have walking dead on for perpetually the entire year, they could do an anthology series. Anthology series are very popular right now everybody is doing an anthology series everyone even the paramount network is doing an anthology series waco so what they could do is they could take the walking dead do an anthology series that's uh that's essentially walking dead or fear the walking dead but with the different characters that pop up before uh before the show after the apocalypse uh, the characters that disappear and go off and do their own thing for a couple episodes, they could totally do that and they could get away with it. They could. And then that could air from, uh, I don't know, uh, the beginning from, Oh, um, let's see, do what, do what the CW does with some of the shows. Uh, so CW right now has Supergirls off the air and they're doing, I think they're finishing out the run for legends of tomorrow. Is that what this show is called? <laughs> legends of tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. Is that what it's called? Legends, Legends of Yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. So they have so they have everybody so they have a uh, Legend of Tomorrow airing on Mondays now and I think Valor's going off the air as well because I think that's only a 10 episode series or something like that. Uh and they're going to have I think iZombie come in on Mondays as well. So uh, that so that so AMC can employ that for the Walking Dead anthology series. Uh, they can call it the Walking Dead anthology series. They could have so they could have Walking Dead in October. That goes off in December. They could have this show, the Walking Dead anthology series, go from. And I, I understand that you know during Christmas and New Year's there's no new shows, but they they can you can always take that break. So then for a couple of weeks they can have the Walking Dead anthology series, and then. Um, then have when winter comes around that goes off for a little bit and then it starts back up i don't know in january february and then that yeah january february and then walking dead comes on regular and then of course you got the walking dead then talking dead then the walking dead finally goes off bring back the anthology series and then uh like a month break between fear the walking dead and the fear the walking dead airs for 10 to 16 weeks however long it is and then uh then it's a couple of months like uh, if that ends in august it's a couple of months until the new walking dead i'm just giving them a new idea they can have that amc if you're listening to this you can have that idea because that's that's and think of all the stories they could tell they could tell a glenn story 
uh, no, Glenn died, didn't he? <laughs> Good lord! They could whatever they could tell. They could bring back Glenn for an episode. They could tell his story before he met up with the people in the caravan. They could tell his story before he uh, when he was just living as a regular guy in the regular world and with only hints of the like the Walking Dead happening. They could tell. Uh, they could take characters from the Fear of the Walking Dead. I understand that's a, a pre-apocalypse show or like the the pre what it is now apocalypse show, but they could definitely uh, tell what they're going to look like in the future. They, it's so many things they could do. They could do an anthology series. They really can. And I've never seen fear the walking dead. This might be an anthology series. <laughs> so I'm just putting it all out there. Um, it is uh, also this week. What happened this weekend was the uh, all-star weekend. Uh, NBA all-star weekend is a good weekend. Mm-hmm. There's a and it gave me an idea for a future story. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a little quick, real quick. Uh, the I I have a schedule for news time, where I write down the what I'm gonna do for the stories and everything for the story that week and for the story in a couple of weeks. You know, I have I have everything planned out until March 5th, so I need to get up on that. <laughs> um, but uh, so so an example is I just it's just a Google Doc that says schedules and scheduling ideas and then i have episode schedule then episode ideas and then far future episodes the stuff that's going to happen in i think about a year from now so yeah i have this planned out for a year who knows if i do this for another who knows i'm going to do any of this for another year um so anyway i got uh so february 19th for example it just says february 19th episode is in bold and then the regular and the regular text uh netflix's deal with ryan murphy and then i have links out to new york times the ringer variety deadline the atlantic bloomberg variety uh, and uh the hollywood reporter and it's just and now it's just talking about and those are all different things talking about shonda rhimes going to netflix or robert kirkman going to deadline not deadline going to um Amazon. That was me slapping my very thick legs. And so, and so that's, and that's, that's how the things look. That's how the schedule looks. And then, and uh, so I was watching the, the, all I had to say is I was watching the NBA all-star weekend and just like this year, how I did an episode about the Super Bowl halftime show, which is a big cultural event for news time. I did, I am doing an all-star game, uh, cultural event episode for, um, to, what's it called for news time again? So there you go. Uh, so I can't, I can't not wait to wait make that. I do have, I do have a lot of references ready to go. So there we are. Uh, but anyway, it was good. It was a good weekend. They, a lot of, a lot of, uh, this is a lot of the thing I have an issue with, uh, a lot of, uh, outlets writing about how the all-star game sucks and uh, no one likes it and, and it's boring and, and they don't treat it like it's a real game, blah, blah, blah. Last night's game was really, I had a fun time and you know, every year I, like I said, I'm a, I don't know if I ever said this before, but I am a sucker for, um, ensemble pieces so any tv show any movie you tell me there's a lot of people in it, a lot of famous people in it and i'm gonna watch it i don't i don't know why i just i can't i can't tell you why just the thought of having everybody in one room is just so cool that's and that's why i like the oscars and the emmys and the golden globes not the grammys because the grammys suck the grammys really do blow um but the nba all-star weekend uh nhl all-star game i i will watch that i'll watch that for a second uh baseball all-star stuff like the home run derby and all that stuff all-star game oh my gosh let's see what else uh pro bowl i love it man it's just it's all great so nba all-star weekend was good the dunk contest was a little left to be desired the celebrity game was okay <laughs> you know there wasn't 
The, they have the kid from Blackish. Anthony Anderson was in there too. Uh, I think the kid's name is Miles. Uh, they had Bieber was there. He didn't really do much. Quavo really went off. I, I can't believe that he did that. Rachel Demita was there. Uh, Katie Nolan was uh, not hosting coaching. It was fun. It was an all-in-all safe weekend full of uh, really cool activities. And and then I watched uh, some of the college kids play the game, although I'm not into college basketball. I don't know. It's just, I, College basketball is not good to me. You know, why, again, college sports, why watch uh, somebody that young <laughs> do something? That's just a, that's just a haphazard way of looking. Not a haphazard. It's not. It's not a good way of looking at things. Why? Why are they doing well? <laughs> Again, goes back to the first three minutes of this episode where I just uh, don't feel like doing this. Uh, I feel like doing anything. What is? Oh, okay, okay. So I've I've just gotten back. I'm looking at my notes. I just got back into watching new girl again watching the episodes i didn't watch because i was i am so angry i have this thing where i hate 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 when they put the main characters together for any show why would like but the thing is but i mean i'm not not just putting them together but putting them together uh, and then taking them apart and then doing a whole will they won't they scenario i don't like that it's wasting my time i've said that before and i'll say it again it is wasting my time do not do it new girl in this instance, has done it in every episode, every single episode for seven seasons, for six seasons, seven seasons, not the seventh season has not aired yet, but for six seasons, six seasons straight, they have done this and I'm sick of it and I hate it. And they, they, it's made me not like Zoe Deschanel and I'm kind of not liking Jack Johnson at some points. They, so they put their two characters together. Sometimes they hand at it. Sometimes they don't. And then they then they go for real, real good stretches, like in the sixth season where Jess is dating somebody else and Nick's dating somebody else. And they don't care. And no one mentions that they dated. It's just, and it feels so good. And that's when the show is firing on all cylinders. Because I think New Girl is a very funny show. It's And it's managed to get some of the... One of the best casts out there, uh, especially with Joey Jess, you know, because she's okay. But it's managing to get one of the best casts out there and some of the funniest people, some of the funniest supporting and guest characters I've seen on television, like the Mindy Project. Again, but then you waste my time with this will-they-won't-they they crap between two different characters. Don't do that. Don't waste my time. That makes me so mad. I've already seen Ross and Rachel, all right? I don't need to see it in seven other shows every pilot season. I was going to say every year, but that didn't make sense. Every pilot season. It happens on too many shows. Too many shows. And too many shows get... This is why the show that I'm writing, I don't want it to happen in that show. So I, I did do it. I'm not going to lie. I did do it. And then uh, for... I've 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 already planned, I've already planned out and I may or may not have written 24 episodes of the show. <laughs> I did. That's what I'm laughing about. I did and no one's going to read them. Um but I wrote I wrote the first the first season's like 6 episodes of the show that I'm I wrote. And uh in this in the 5th episode something happens between the main character which is me and uh my girlfriend who does exist and she leaves me and then this girl that I've had this will they won't they thing who I dated before uh again this is all fiction because <laughs> it's all fiction because I've never dated two women before. Uh the girl I dated before uh thinks that she has a chance and it turns out she doesn't. I'm really rooting for the entire thing, but of course it's not going to happen. Uh, so she thinks she has a chance and it doesn't happen. And then uh, essentially the rest of the show from that point on, again, because I've written 24 episodes. <laughs> so 18 episodes after that, 
the rest of the show from that point on. Oh my God, I'm getting a phone call. I'm going to pause this really quick. Give me one second. Well, that was really unprofessional of me. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to edit any, any part of this. <laughs> None of this is going to get edited. <laughs> I just received a phone call. That's the second. This is weird. Two phone calls in the past 20, not even 24 hours. And have has, I would say 12 hours of me just getting two different phone calls from two different people who I've never spoken to on the phone. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not mad. I love the idea that this is happening. This is like, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make this akin to when you're watching a show and, uh, and a character. So you're like, you're watching new girl, like for instance, we're just talking about new girl. You're watching new girl and they bring Steve Agee in to do outside Dave again. And, uh, and suddenly he's part of the the subplot. That's crazy. Anyway. So what was I talking about? Uh, so yeah, I, I don't want to see Ross and Rachel again. So anyway, but New Girl, uh, the entire thing was just me rambling about that. But New Girl uh, and Mindy Project, and I would I would even go so far as to say Friends. They have these, um, they have these, it's weird to watch that show and then see somebody like on Friends, the Thanksgiving, there's a Thanksgiving episode in season eight, I believe, where Brad, where it's uh, Brad Pitt pops up and he's a character that used to, that hated Monica and Rachel be, or hated, no, hated Rachel because uh, they were popular and they used to make fun of him. He used to be fat and now he's hot. And uh, he pops up. He, so Brad Pitt is in that episode. And I remember listening to the commentary track of that episode and and going uh, and and the I think it was Marta Kaufman said that the creator of the show said that the audience the studio audience clapped for so long they had to edit it down. <laughs> that is so crazy. So so Brad Pitt's in an episode of Friends, and then the episode I just, I just watch random episodes of New Girl so as to you know just to avoid seeing Nick and Jess again. But there's um. There's one episode where they're, they're it's talking about the last wedding and the, oh, the entire group goes to a, a friend's wedding and and Jessica Beals in the episode and and I, I understand Jessica Beals not the the you know the the biggest the biggest actor in the world but it's Jessica Beale like she can she stars in movies why is she why is she in this show? Like, why would she pop up in the show? And then same thing for Mindy Project. You see somebody who is just so big just pop up in the show. You know, it's I can't even think right now, but I'm I'm looking at the I'm on the uh, new girl character Wikipedia. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Ellis is a big Justin Long. Who? <laughs> just, Justin Long pops up. Lizzie Kaplan, she used to be a TV actor, so that I mean that stands to make sense. Um Josh Gad, he was he was in the in three seasons of New Girl. Uh Rob Reiner's still huge to me. Olivia Munn was in the second season of New Girl. This is crazy. And we and I have my issues with Olivia Munn, but this is crazy. Linda Cardinelli, uh she's a she's more of a you know, uh she was she started out as TV and then she went to movies and now she's TV again, but you know, Megan and then Megan Fox, a new girl. It's, it's so weird to me to see, uh, these, to see people do it. And I understand that there's this thought, like you shouldn't, if you're famous, if you're very famous, you shouldn't do TV, but that is so cool to see these people pop up and, and then, uh, come back and disappear and all this stuff. Uh, and so, so, and then, so here's a Mindy project. They had uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher. I understand that she's not the most 
famous person in the world. She's, is she not married to, uh, oh, she's still married. Okay. Well, darn. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Joanna Garcia. She, I know I understand she's not the most famous person in the world, but again, seeing them pop up is a very, very, you, you get surprised. Um, let's see who else, uh, and Ortiz, you know, that was cool. Uh, oh my God, there's not as many as I thought. <laughs> this is this is all just character actors from television. Am I crazy? <laughs> Did I not understand how this works? Anyway, I, but anyway, so yeah, that, that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so anyway, oh, like, oh, it's uh, Will Ferrell on The Office, Eastbound and Eastbound and Down. I know he co-created Eastbound and Down, but I always think it's so weird to see somebody pop up. Somebody so famous pop up. Eastbound and Down is an HBO show starring Danny McBride, but Will Ferrell was in it. Will Ferrell. Speaking of which, Daddy's Home 2 is on is uh, on uh, DVD. And having seen Daddy's Home 1, I am a, I'm not a completionist, but I, I think I'm pretty sure there's not going to be a third Daddy's Home. And I kind of want to see Daddy's Home 2. But then there's the issue of, uh, you know, Mel Gibson, you know, he's, he said things <laughs> and, and apparently we either forgive him or hate him forever. It's very strange. I think Will Ferrell's great though. I was listening to a podcast this morning called dead pilot society. It comes out, I think like once a month or something like that. It's a live show slash podcast hybrid wherein the hosts, I think it is Acker and blacker, Ben Acker, Ben blacker. I don't actually know. I think I'm wrong. Who, who does Dead Pilot? I know Ben Blacker, Dead Pilots Society, please, Chad. I know Ben Blacker is the one that hosts it. This is a great, it's a great resource for people who want, uh, that Dead Pilot Society and the writer's panel are great resources. If you want to be a writer, then uh, go ahead and uh, listen to it. I was wrong. It's uh, Ben Blacker and Andrew, uh, Andrew Reich. Is that his name? I don't know these things. Andrew Reich, that can't, Andrew Reich, that might be right, that might be the best one to say, um, and he, and they, and they, and they host a show, and it's a live show, and what they do is they get, uh, somebody's pilot that they wrote when, uh, a couple of years ago, and then if, uh, and what happens is, uh, they don't pick up the pilot, the network doesn't pick up the pilot, the pilot's dead, then, this they they get the dead pilot and they get the creator they interview the creator of the pilot the writer of the pilot and then the person and then they they do a live stage version of the pilot like a live read uh, i don't know if it's a table read see this is why i don't i don't remember i think at some point i'm pretty sure i had to double check i'm pretty sure i saw i when they were doing you know what i might be thinking of a different podcast called uh, the thrilling adventure hour. Cause they act out a script from Ben Acker. That's Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. They act out an entire script. That's written an original script from Ben Acker and Ben Acker and Ben Blacker, uh, who are great, two great writers, television writers. And, uh, and they're very funny and they're very thoughtful. I like them a lot, uh, but they do star Wars stuff. And I hate star Wars. You know, how I feel about star Wars. Uh, <laughs> so they do, they do these things. And then, um, they, uh, what else? What else am I talking about? What am I doing? I'm, I'm thrown off by the people calling me by two different people calling me. I haven't talked to you in a very long time. Uh, so they, so they do, so they, so they, uh, they, and they, they do a live save action version of that. But then for dead pie society, I think they just do a live read version of the, the pilot, but it's really cool and it's really interesting. And they cast it with a lot of comedians and actors in LA, local comedians and actors. And it's very funny. And, uh, and it's very cool to see that these pilots are finally getting their chance to shine in the light, even though they were dead. Uh, and, 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 uh, but hearing Adam McKay 
uh, he was he wrote this pilot the the latest episode I think it's called Red State Blue State uh, how it made fun of you know both sides of the equation uh, for politics and uh, Adam McKay was just talking about how how many or and John August was on the it's not noticed anymore the ID10 podcast with Chris Hardwick talking about how when uh, he's written maybe 50 things and maybe 17 of them have gotten made but he's got he's written 50 things you know either he's been hired to write this movie or to rewrite a movie or to write a show or rewrite a show and do all this stuff and sometimes and, and then a lot of times they just don't get made and 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 then hearing Adam McKay talking about this pilot you know you really get a little bit scared because <laughs> you have because someone like me, I have I have what I believe to be great ideas, what I believe to be different, interesting ideas. But then, you know, you just have to realize sometimes these things don't get made. But I, I highly suggest uh, if you want, if you're just even somewhat sideways interested in uh, these types of things, go in the, in the industry into uh, writing and anything and just learning about things work. Uh, listen to the writers panel. Listen to Dead Pilot Society. They're both great resources john august is great go check out his blog the john august blog i believe johnaugust.com uh he does a podcast called script notes it, it's great i love it all anyway okay so i'm going to uh hang up <laughs> every podcast is a phone call should i rent daddy's home too I don't want to support mel gibson i just don't like him i want them to do a daddy's home and bad moms I, I hope they're in the same world and I and I would love 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 for them to do a daddy's home for just Will Ferrell Mila, Mila Kunis to get together do a daddy's home bad moms uh crossover film and that should come out this year if they're smart they will do that because they did last year bad moms Christmas and uh, daddy's home 2 came out within weeks of each other and that happened two years ago when the movies came out <laughs> when the first movies came out they need to do this do it it is the smartest thing you can possibly do it's the smartest thing you could possibly do is to put these two movies together and if and bad and they want to do a bad mom's universe they want to have bad dads they want to have uh uh what's it called uh bad kids i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> uh but they sh- they should definitely do that bad moms was filmed in atlanta georgia i just want everybody to know that they i don't look i understand that these things are hard to make but get together stx films is who distributed distributed did distributed uh bad mom's christmas and i believe it was gary sanchez productions yes for daddy's home too they need to get these movies together because it will be i i think they could have look look who start look who will start they have in bad mom's christmas they had the moms come out from the mom the moms of the moms it's crazy (laughs) i no one cares about these things but me come on I would do it. That's how I would do it. If I was if I was Mr. Entertainment, that's how I would do it. I would say, "All right guys, you know what? Let's make a Bad Moms and uh uh, uh Happy Dads, Daddy's Home. <laughs> Daddy's Home movie sequel." And they can call it Bad Dads. No. A uh, no. Bad Moms, Daddy's Home. Bad Moms are home. Bad Moms are home. There you go. And I guarantee that will make more money than the Black Panther movie. <laughs> I laugh too hard. Black Panther movie made $200 million in its first week, and I doubt <laughs> a daddy's home bad mom's crossover. 
Oh my God. I'm not going to lie. This podcast did cheer me up. Doing this right now did just cheer me up because I'm just talking into a mic and I'm really spitting the stuff. It's real fun. And I, I'm not going to edit. <laughs> I'm not going to edit that point <laughs> from earlier. That's too much work. Uh, if you like this, you can always head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where we've got the latest news reviews, features, interviews, and other good comedy bits that only I can provide you with. You can follow us on Twitter at cpluscomedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the YouTube page, youtube.com slash cpluscomedy, where you can get our premiere show, News Time, this week's episode. It's a weekly show, 52 episodes a year. You get you get. 52 episodes a year, often over eight minutes long each. So this week's episode is about, uh, like I said earlier, Ryan Murphy, Shonda Rhimes, and Robert Kirkman going to streaming platforms as opposed to staying with their cable and broadcast brethren. Uh, they all left for different reasons. Uh, Shonda Rhimes left because she was burned out on ABC. They're only paying her $10 million a year. She made nine shows. Nine. Nine shows. And one of them, only one of them was canceled. Nine shows. And a lot, and a lot of them lasted over four to five seasons. That's crazy. And they only paid her. ABC only paid her ten million. Good lord. Ryan Murphy, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, was said. He said he's he's like he says, hey man, uh, Disney signs up with Fox. I'm gonna or Fox signs up with Disney. I'm gonna leave. And then, and he was seeking a hundred million dollars, only a hundred million dollars. Netflix signs him up last Tuesday for three hundred million. Shonda Rhimes. Netflix is paying Shonda Rhimes after she signed with them to Netflix uh, a couple of months ago. They did not release the details of how much she was getting paid. Uh, Some people, uh, Variety figured it out. The Washington, the Washington uh, Journal, Wall Street, Wall Street Journal, Jesus, Wall Street Journal figured it out. She's getting a hundred million. She's and she has, and their deals are the same. She has a four year deal with Netflix. He has a five year deal with Netflix. It's the same thing. And he's getting 200 more, 200 million more. And both of their contracts were in, were up at the end of the summer. That's crazy. Crazy how she's getting paid less and how she has more hits than him. And she is getting paid less than him. I, I, that is insane. I don't understand how that is happening. And I don't understand how, ne- how people are just ex- happy with this. No one is talking about this. Anyway. I don't know how much Robert Kirkman is getting. He has a first look deal with AMC. I'm sure it's not much, but I'm sure AMC is going to pick up whatever he talks about. But that's insane. And I think Ryan Murphy has less shows than uh, than Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Land. She has the highest rated, basically, hour-long dramas on network. And she's getting paid a third of what Ryan Murphy's getting paid. Insane. Crazy. Anyway, go watch. But the episode is about why they moved to why they moved to streaming platforms. Oh my god, I'm I'm worked up. I'm very mad. This is a thing. I don't understand why she's getting paid less. Uh, all right. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, I really appreciate you if you even got this far. And you know what? I guarantee the seven subscribers. I'm one of them. I am. <laughs> I'm the only one that got this far. So anyway, thanks, Chad. Bye. Hey, is this thing on? Anyway, hi. Hey, everybody. This is uh, your host, Chad White. I forgot to do one thing. I had an interview with Randy and Jason Sklar, the Sklar brothers. Uh, I had an interview with them to talk about the movie Poop Talk. And uh, if you didn't, if you don't know, Poop Talk is a movie featuring all of your favorite comedians like Kumail Nanjiani, Nikki Glaser, Nicole Byer, Andrea Rosen, Brent Weinbeck, 
uh, Pete Holmes, uh, uh, Adam Carolla, and they're all talking about uh, the thing that nobody wants to talk about, poop. And I was lucky enough to get a screener for the movie, saw it, and I liked it a lot. It's very funny and very informative. And I got—I was also lucky enough to talk to the executive producers who happen to be the Sklar brothers. Uh, they were talking about this movie on Dumb People Town, their their new podcast, on, uh, and they, they've been talking about it. And, you know, honestly, I didn't want to watch it. And then I got a screener. I said, all right, I guess I'll watch it. Um, yeah, I'm great. I had a great time talking to them. I talked to them on Valentine's Day, and actually, that probably might be the fastest turnaround for any interview I've ever done. Talked to them on Valentine's Day. Two days later, I put it out on Friday, the interview, and uh, and I liked it a lot. I, I like talked to them. It was great. It was so cool. We stayed on topic, and uh, Randy and Jason are such great guys. Oh my God, there's a truck passing, and it's so loud. And I hope it, this mic didn't pick up. I have to record this. I'm I'm really I'm literally at work right now. And, uh, and I'm just trying to, I, I didn't have, I'm not near a microphone. I am near my laptop, but I'm not near a microphone, so I can't record anything <laughs> in high quality. Hopefully this sounds good. If it doesn't, I don't care. Anyway, so stay tuned and to the end of this episode to listen to a snippet from that interview. And go ahead and read the interview. Go watch Poop Talk. You can uh, buy it or rent it right now, video on demand, or go see it in theaters if you're in uh, one of the many cities that it's, it's in that's playing it right now. It's a wonderful movie, wonderful people. I love it so much. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. I don't know why I'm still talking. I'm just in a talky mood, <laughs> very talky mood right now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so stay tuned for a clip. Okay. Bye. For real this time. Bye. What is the worst place that you have walked into or suffered through in order just to poop in public?